before, but I'm like, meh. It's not the best one I've had, but it's not the worst. No. I've had a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so insert super pun oh, here. We started. <laughs> Episode 22. We're starting, by the way. Um, I'm Allison. I'm Parker. And the wine that we're drinking is entitled Endgame. To celebrate Endgame. Endgame. Yeah, we, we saved this for a while because we wanted to have something special since the whole goal of this podcast was to Get actually... Get to this point. No. Oh, <laughs> no, it's Infinity War. <sighs> was to get to Infinity War um, by the time it came out. Yeah, By watching a happen. movie a week. But we were caught up by Endgame. But Endgame, now we're caught up, and that's all that matters. Well, that's something that matters. Yeah. We were caught up by Captain Marvel, let's be honest. That's true, we were. So... Yeah, I'm proud of us. And so here, goodbye. <laughs> so, um, we're just—I'm just, just going to start off by saying, um, huge spoiler alert. Obviously, if you haven't seen this movie yet, if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame, I don't know what you're doing. Um, you can get your life together. Well, you're probably not listening to this podcast if you've never, yeah, watched Endgame. So, um, we saw it the Friday it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of people saw it on Thursday. Obviously, we saw it Friday it came out, and it was a Bitch to get tickets. Um, and it was almost a month beforehand when I got them. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, the app kept going down. Oh, yeah, because you got stuff. them the day that they came out, right? Yeah. And then um, I tried to get tickets for Saturday to see it, and I couldn't. And tried to get tickets for Sunday to see it, and couldn't. And I had to wait a whole five days to see it again. Well, I have not seen it again. So it's been three weeks since, a little over three weeks since the movie came out, since we saw it. Mm-hmm. And... I just haven't seen it again. It's it's not that I didn't enjoy it, mm-hmm. and it's not that I don't want to see it again. I really do. I actually tried to see it on Friday, but it didn't work out. Because, honestly, it's a fucking time commitment. It's, yeah. I mean, if you're going, it's almost a four-hour commitment if you're, you know... Counting the tra- the trailer, well, the trailer, but yeah. going there and yeah, you know, it's just it's it's a lot. Yeah, it's a big so it's, chunk of time. It's a huge time commitment, and it's rough when you're like <laughs> when you're me and you don't want to leave your house in the first place. Yeah, but also working. Yeah, you know, doing things. It's just, I mean, I managed to see it three times. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're really committed though. So. But it's just, I don't, I don't know. It's still to really think about it. I saw it three times. That's nine hours of just the movie. Yeah. Nine hours of just the movie. So that's a... Yeah. And I saw it three times in a week and a half. Yeah. So... And this probably sounds, like, super negative, but... Oh, no. The fact of the matter is, is, like, I, I would have cut nothing from that movie, and no, I have no problem exactly. with it being three hours. Yes. I, I agree. It's just that it's kind of a commitment to go see it again mm-hmm. in theaters, you know, after you've already seen it. Oh, when it so. comes out. I yeah. will be watching it multiple times mm-hmm. in my living room, you know, being able to pause and take breaks and doing things like that. But it, there's nothing that I'm, I would, I agree. There's nothing. I'm sure other people could say, well, we could cut this part out of you. I thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't cut anything out. I enjoyed it mm-hmm. all. It was fan service. Yeah. And it. Well, fa- it was just, 
I mean, what it was is like, this is the culmination and it's obviously not the end, but it's, it's the culmination of 11 years, 11 years of storytelling. And it's, you know, with us, like we've been part of it from the beginning. Mm -hmm. There are like our friend Britt who, uh, guested on the black Panther episode. She's going back and starting from the beginning and And um, she's seen random movies here and there, right? but she hasn't seen all of them. Yeah. We've been watching them. Yeah. Since 2008, yeah, when Iron Man came out, so in theaters, and but, so I mean, it's just it's fantastic. I mean, yeah. it's crazy too if you think about it uh, that this is like something that they were able to do. Well, you know well, what I mean? mean? Well, I mean, we felt that at Infinity War. Yeah, like I felt Infinity War was amazing. Yeah, and just I mean, and I've seen that so many times, mm-hmm. and it's just I felt like wow, they were able to bring all these people together. It didn't to me, mm-hmm. and again. There might be other people like, well, it felt, you know, it felt a little pushed off here. This character didn't get enough screen. I felt mm-hmm. like to manage all those characters in Infinity War, yeah, they did such a great job. And in Infinity War, they were in so many different places, yeah, you know, all over the universe and things like that. In Endgame, they're in so many different times, yeah. But in Infinity War, they're in so many different places, and they did just such a great job. How everyone met each other, introduced mm-hmm. to the certain groups that they were part of. Yeah. How everyone got to space where they needed to be in space. How people got to Wakanda. It just really yeah. just kind of felt seamless to me. It mm-hmm. worked out really yeah. well to me. I really felt like this movie kind of felt like the opposite of Infinity War. Okay. Like Infinity War, you spend almost the entire movie just like going from like one group of people meeting each other to another. Mm-hmm. And it's just so much fun. And it's funny. Oh, yeah. And it's it feels, I mean, for such a like important thing like right. it felt very lighthearted up until uh, the very until, end in, until the snap right right um and you know even with like the the everybody in wakanda and them fighting right like that was still like fun yeah oh yeah until the, the snap. snap right and then in this movie the entire thing is just Real dark, right? I mean, literally. There's, there's everything comedy moments, dark. obviously. Yeah. There's parts to kind of be lighthearted. There's parts that are funny that I laughed out loud at, things mm-hmm. like that. But the whole movie is just, yeah, it's just it's dark. I mean, to yeah. pick up where it starts, right? With Hawkeye losing his family, that was you know that was rough. I was like sitting there, knew. well, because I was just kind of like, well, you know, how is this going to, you know, how's this, how are they going to start this out? And, you know, of course, they start it with Hawkeye, yeah. and he turns around, and his entire family's gone. Well, and we all knew mm-hmm. that something like that was probably going to happen, because everyone knew that he becomes Ronin, right. or a darker version of himself. Yeah. Um, so everyone just kind of knew something would happen to him. Right. So I, I wasn't shocked. I didn't know, and, because I don't watch previews. Right, but you didn't even hear anything about no. him? Oh, okay. I'm very good. Wow. I Jesus. shut myself down. I, I don't even know how. Like, I do not engage in yeah. anything before these movies. But I do a lot of stuff in the fandom anyway. Yeah. Like, so it just and like, I pops so. up. And, I mean, the minute I saw a quick picture of the costume, yeah. knowing the comics, mm-hmm. I knew that was him. Mm-hmm. You know, didn't even have to say anything. Like, I, I avoided more trailers for this yeah. than I have for anything in my life. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, I because I have the background knowledge, mm-hmm. seeing the picture of the costume was just like the comic. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew. Well, and pictures. I knew he was Ronin in the comics. And mm-hmm. so that's how I knew it was going to be. But so the minute you see Hawkeye in the beginning with his daughter, I'm like, yeah. okay, they're going to disappear. Right. You know, that has to happen. And. 
it's just I like to think, and I know they had a Kevin Feige had like they had a concept map. They have to have had mm-hmm. a concept map. But I do know that every movie, you know, you can't plan for twenty two movies, right? And, and like really, because you don't like, know how good a movie's going to be right. or going to do. And even though they have a story they want to tell, mm-hmm. if a movie doesn't do really well, they're not going to do a sequel. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're going to kind of see what they can do. I think. Well, I think that I think Thor. For, like, I think for them, for for Marvel and for yeah. Kevin Feige, like they really did do it in phases. They mm-hmm. were like, "This is going to be the first." Well, you know, Iron Man, and then right. this is going to be the first phase, right. and then this is going to be the second phase. Right. And you know, obviously, but I just well, it's, like, it's it's I don't even know what to say. I know, like, they're it's just so little crazy. things that I I have to think about, like things that they referenced in. Well, the, the thing so is with Endgame is they reference almost every movie right. that's ever happened. But what I loved is certain things like, well, why else would they have Tony Stark have that vision in Age of Ultron mm-hmm. of everyone dead yeah. if he wasn't going to reference it in Endgame? Right. Like, it's just they had to have... but. And then Hawkeye's family. Mm-hmm. Like, Hawk, knowing Hawkeye's family from Age of Ultron actually made it even more... Right. Emotional because you knew mm-hmm. how he was with his family. It just little things like that. I, I couldn't believe how they would. I mean, I know that was part of the plan, mm-hmm. but what if certain things didn't go? Like his family didn't go over well with people, but like they. That. Well, I liked it too. Maybe but, they made it for me, but they they stuck with it. Yeah. in a way that I just thought was really good. I mean, she was pregnant in Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. and then she, the kid was like. Three or four? I don't know. He was little. He was little, but bigger than a baby. Right, right. He wasn't just born, but he wasn't. He was walking. Yeah, but he wasn't. But he was in more than a toddler. Yet. I don't he know. He did know that you don't put mayo on um, a hot dog, mm-hmm. which I thought was a great. Yeah, that was thing. disgusting. It was gross, and no one wanted mayo on it. Yeah. And he said, "How about some ketchup, mom?" Right. I don't think he said it like that. But that's how I heard it. But, like, it's just... So yeah. his family starts off this thing. And the minute I saw him with his daughter, you knew they were going to disappear. Right. And it's just like, oh, my God. And then... Yeah. And then they go into Tony and um, Nebula and Which, space. again... So, okay, so we're going to try really hard not to play-by-play this. Yeah. But it's going to be really hard <laughs> because it just... I think the way they did things was really good. Mm-hmm. But so Tony and Nebula, like Nebula, like it just, first of all, two characters that have had such arcs mm-hmm. in the stories. I mean, everyone's had arcs, right. but oh my God, I'm getting really excited. You're getting real worked I up. I know. I'm sorry, but it just, so let's talk, let's talk about Tony last. Okay. Like if we talk about arcs and things like that. Yeah. But Nebula, just her. I loved watching her in the beginning of this movie, learning how to play that football game. Does it have a name? It does. It's not knock hockey, because that's hockey. <laughs> it's a thumb football? I have no idea. But it's where you hit the triangle ball, uh, paper, paper. Yeah. and you make the goal post. Mm-hmm. And to watch her play with Tony, yeah. and Tony being almost like... I saw, this is the Tony from Spider-Man mm-hmm. when he was acting kind of like with her. Yeah, just teacher. being really kind to her yeah. and teaching her things. 
even though they're going to die mm-hmm. in his mind, teaching her things, working right. with her, but teaching her a good game, making her shake his hand, mm-hmm. like things like that was just really nice. And then that scene when um, he was doing his video to Pepper mm-hmm. and <laughs> I'm already about oh to my cry. God. I know. Please don't but, cry in front then, of me. I'm not. And then when just a little scene when he's talking about it and he's talking about how they're running out of food mm-hmm. and he gives Nebula some food and she just says no. Yeah. Basically to have him finish it. And it was just mm-hmm. really, really nice. Yeah. You know? And so just well, to see and then Nebula when he kind of like passes out a little bit mm-hmm. and she puts him in the chair, right? But I feel like she put him in the chair because she knew someone was coming. Really? I just thought she did it because it was more comfortable position than him no, dying No, I didn't because it literally, literally, Carol shows up right after she does it. Yeah, but how did she know she was coming? Well, he still have sensors and stuff in the show. No, he didn't. Everything was gone? I'm pretty sure. I just, I felt like she knew because it literally happened right after. It was, just because it happened right after doesn't mean she knew that Captain Marvel was coming. But it didn't mean she didn't. I just, I feel like oh. to have her... I just feel like that's a real stretch. Why? How would she know she's coming? Well, she's a lot of light. Maybe she looked out and saw a lot of light coming. But it wasn't even for... It was not for a while. No, it happened right after she did it. No, it it was longer. It was not. It was literally right after she did it. He started rubbing his eyes because light started happening. No. Well, I saw it three times, so I'm going to say I'm right. Yeah, but you're wrong about so many things. All right. Well, okay. Well, you know, whatever. I disagree with you. It was a nice thing. We'll agree on that. Yeah, it was uh, a nice thing. But I think she did it to kind of give him more dignity when Carol found him, and not <laughs> okay. just laying on the ground. Well, why let him die on the ground? What? Putting him in the. You said she put him in the chair to be more comfortable, probably yeah. dying with dignity. Right. Yeah. Well, I thought it, the same thing about the dignity, but I thought it was because so, so Carol can find him in the captain's chair. Why would she care where he was? I think for him. That's how I (laughs) interpret it, but okay. (laughs) So if I find you dead in your home. No, I found, she knew he wasn't dead yet because she checked him. Yeah. To see. And when she, and I feel like she did it so he would be found in the chair that's in control and not just lying on the ground. Okay. Okay. Well, we're going to disagree on this. I mean, to be fair, that's not the chair that um, Star-Lord sits in. He sits on the left side. Well, so it's it, not the think, captain's chair. Well, no, I don't... I just... Don't fucking roll your eyes at me. I think it was... I mean, I did it to you, but I, don't do it to I me. I think it was a symbolic thing. Okay. I think it was a symbolic thing. Well, anyway, it was never going to be nice. I can't wait to watch this again. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it was a symbolic thing to... We are 15 minutes into the movie, and, like, I want to punch you in the throat so bad. Oh. Oh, Well, don't worry. This is such a stupid thing to be arguing about. But this is exactly what we should be arguing about. This is why the people listen. (laughs) Right? For us to fight about the stupid little shit that literally, that probably Marvel didn't even think about. Mm -mm. And we're spending 15 minutes talking about it. This is why you people come. I know, right? So you can listen to the arguments about these stuff that doesn't matter. So, Tony and Nebula are about to die, and Captain Marvel finds them in space, which I think was a great... Yeah. Way 
for for him to be saved. Mm-hmm. Um, they definitely saved him a lot faster than I thought. Right. He was going to. I knew he wasn't going to die. Like right there. Yeah. Like, it was really disturbing though to watch him get so skinny. Oh my gosh. And yeah. looking. Yeah, they did a really nice Ooh. job. With the, yeah, they did a really nice job with that. Yeah. Um, and so Captain Marvel came and found him. Uh huh. And again, this is like so. This is twenty two days after the snap. Yeah. She finds him, so she was probably searching for a while because at the end of Captain Marvel, um, she finds the Avengers, mm-hmm. and they have her beeper. Yeah. Um, and so they probably explained, and then she probably started searching for them mm-hmm. and things like that to see if they're around. So she found him, brings him back, and it's just, it was great when Tony's coming off the ship, and he, the first thing he says to Captain America is, I lost them. I lost the kid. Mm-hmm. And then Cap and Steve says something to the effect of, well, we lost people too. Mm-hmm. You know? So. Yeah. It was, was just. Really... It was really good. Emotional, but it was really good. Mm-hmm. And how to- how Tony's first thought was, I lost Peter. Yeah. Like, I lost the kid who I didn't want him to come here. Right. And I gave him his suit. And I did all this. And now. Yeah. I mean, if it helps, I feel like he would have disappeared no matter if he was that Well, one right, right. But, I, but, right. But just Tony's, that's Tony's father figureness. Yeah. You know, the Tony of 2008. Well, no, you say he wouldn't care, but he cared about the guy he was the in doctor. prison with. Yeah, and so. Yeah, that made him Iron Man. Right. So I just, I, I feel like Tony would have cared. Yeah. Um, not as much as he did. Yeah. But I, I, so I thought that was a great first thing for him to say and then for Captain to say it and then he sees Pepper mm-hmm. and it's, it's really good. So speaking of Captain Marvel. Yes. I, coming off of the Captain Marvel movie, mm-hmm. I felt like they, because of the Captain Marvel movie, they were setting her up mm-hmm. to be more of a central figure and to be more involved than she was. Mm-hmm. So I was very, I don't want to say I was very disappointed, but I was a little disappointed at how she really wasn't in a lot of the movie. Mm-hmm. She finds Iron Man. And then she doesn't, you don't really see that well, she much She goes of her. with them to kill Thanos. Oh, when they like, oh, when they go find? Yeah, when they yeah. go find Thanos. Yeah. And then after that, you know. She doesn't really she's show just, up until the end. Right. Yeah. And so I just thought she was going to be more of a central figure um, than she was. And so my reaction, like walking out of the movie, I was a little disappointed I mean, I get that she couldn't, like, the way that they wanted to tell the story was they, because they had to tie up loose ends with these three main characters who are no longer going to be. It wasn't her story. Right. Yeah. And because she's the future. Right. And I get that, but I just felt it like it was a little weird coming off of, like, the Captain Marvel movie, and it made it seem like she was going to be, like, like one of the most important people in. I mean, I guess she, she was, was because she, she brought Tony. Have found to- yeah, they wouldn't have found she Tony, Tony without her. Yeah, they wouldn't have made it. I think so. Maybe she, she was a very important. She figure, brought but knowledge. It doesn't mean that she's in the entire right. movie, right? And I, I think a lot of people had issues with that. I actually like when you said she's the future. She's the future of the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. We needed to close this chapter with the main three, right? Um, and I think they did a nice job. Mm-hmm. I, I think they, I think it would have been tempting for them to saturate her mm-hmm. in it. And I think they, well, the, the way they did it though was so well done. Mm-hmm. Just saying, I need to be around the universe 
Right. Because this is happening everywhere. Right. And they don't have you guys. Like, the right. few times she said that or the way she said the work, you know, yeah. the universe is a big place and I have to go to all these places and help all these people. Mm-hmm. I think they explained it really well. Well, and I think the other thing is, like, the whole idea of the Avengers is that you have a group of people who are working together mm-hmm. and everybody has their part to play. Right. And her part was to save Tony. Right. That and was her, her. And, you know. And to be the a powerhouse at the end. Right. But she couldn't have saved everybody. Because it wasn't her story. Right. You know, it just, mm-hmm. it was, they needed her. She, they needed her. She played an important role. Mm-hmm. But, and she showed up when she needed to. She was very, she was a Superman character. Yeah. With a, with a lot of it. Mm-hmm. You know, the super powerful coming in. Saving the day type thing for certain parts, but mm-hmm. I just don't think. I, I think I'm just going to keep saying it just wasn't her story they were finishing. Right. Her story just began. Right. No, and, and I get that now. The, like the more that I think about it, she's the Captain America mm-hmm. of the new Marvel universe. Right. You know, she's going to be that voice, that moral figure, that moral figure, the person that everyone's going to look up to right away. I think. Yeah. Type thing. The new America's ass. But. That was so great. She does have a great ass. She does. Uh, and I loved I loved all the, um, the... In between her movie and then this movie, they literally hit all of her hairstyles and all the comics. It was phenomenal. It just... Yeah. It was so good. But I thought they used her really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I understand. I thought she was going to be in more of it, but I was okay with it. I didn't right. need more of her. Yeah. You know, I just didn't need Yeah. More that was more of a first impressions yeah. thing. And I would probably have, like... I I probably would, I mean, obviously, given the time away from it and right. talking about it, I have a little bit of a different impression. Right. And if I, when I watch it again, I probably will too. Right. But like first impressions, oh, I was yeah. just disappointed. But the more that you think about it, the more it makes sense, mm-hmm. you know, so. I mean, I liked it. Yeah. Well, I liked her part of it. I, I thought, you know, she, are, are we jumping around? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Having her save Tony was great. Um, just all the lines that she had, just kind of putting all the Avengers in their own, um, in their place. Mm-hmm. With just like, so before the five-year jump, mm-hmm. um, when the, before they go to kill current Thanos. Yeah. Um, you know, she says, literally to them, I ha-, like, they were like, where were, I think Rhodey says, where were you during all of this? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I've been to a lot of other planets because, unfortunately, they don't have you. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have Avengers to do, and they all and Captain America like that. I think that was right. part showing the moral thing. Yeah. Like he gave his approval while Thor gave his approval when he called. Um, what is his Not axe called? No. Nope. Oh. Stormbreaker? Stormbreaker, yes. When he called Sorry, Stormbreaker. I just had like... No, that was great. Well, because it sounds like a lot of Game of Thrones stuff. I was going to say so like, keeper. <laughs> so when he calls it over and it goes right by her head and she doesn't even flinch, she does that smile. I love... Like, yeah. I just... Brie I don't Larson know. smile? Yeah. She yeah. just... She has this humor with her, just this lightheartedness, even yeah. during serious moments. I, I just... I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but... And how he goes, oh, I like... This yeah, one, I like, like her. Yeah. She has the power of Thor, but the moral compass mm-hmm. of Captain America, mm-hmm. which I think is really great. And I think 
those scenes were phenomenal, but my favorite part was, so at the end, during the big fight, which is probably the most, I could watch that fight mm-hmm. from the beginning of that fight to the end of that fight over and over and over and over. It's just so gross. So when Civil War came out, mm-hmm. I watched that airport fight yeah. so many times. It was a great Because it's a great fight, but then Infinity War has mm-hmm. the Wakanda fight. I watched that so many, like... They have these giant fights that are just so amazing. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, this one then topped all of those. Yeah. But when she comes and she gets the gauntlet and she's flying around and everything like that. And then when Thanos catches her, mm-hmm. when he gets the gauntlet she goes to take it away. And he headbutts her and she doesn't even move. And she just does that Brie Larson smile again. Yeah. And I'm just, and he just looks shocked. Right. That he, I headbutted her. Why didn't she go he down? It just, it was so great. And the fact that he had to actually take out the power stone mm-hmm. to punch her. Yeah. Was phenomenal. Yeah. Like it just, they, I, I think for not having her have a lot of screen time, mm-hmm. they used her so well and yeah. they gave her so much credit. Mm-hmm. So I, I understand, yeah. but I came out very satisfied and wanting more. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if they saturated us with her. Right. You'd get sick of it. We might not have wanted more of her. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I. Well, and also, you know, good. like I said, she's the future. So, right. like, right. basically, what you have is, like, she's coming to help, but really what we need is. What? Get yourself some more wine. What we need is the original Shocker. Avengers to to save the day. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. But not alone. Right. But the, yes, the original ones needed to have the mm-hmm. ending yeah. of it. So. So speaking of yeah. Thor. Okay. So, yeah. So basically, I really liked what they did with Thor. Um, so basically the Asgardians, the like, I don't know, 12 Asgardians mm-hmm. that are still alive, um, have made a little home for well, themselves. Yeah, Cause it's funny. So a bunch of them died. Yeah. And then half of those disappeared. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. So they've made a home for themselves and Thor just basically is. I want to say hermit. New England. Um, I mean, if or they're in maybe America, a Scandinavian country. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I think it so. looked very right. like <laughs> like Some Ireland side, or something. Norwegian I don't know, country yeah, or something. Very... So, so Thor is or basically <laughs> so Thor is basically a hermit. It's too rocky to be Cape Cod. Okay, um, Cape Cod Sandy. Idiot. <laughs> um, so Thor is basically like a hermit, and he just stays inside and plays video games with Ooh. his two friends from Ragnar or from Ragnarok from. Um, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, but what planet was that? Uh, the game planets? Yeah. It's not going to happen. No. It's not even close it's to not. being in my head. No. Um, and he's... But, so he's let himself go? Right. Well, so... It's... He's clearly... It's a PTSD. Very depressed. PTSD. Thor. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, he feels guilt yeah. from not being able to save his people multiple times. Yeah. He, like, when you mention Thanos' name, mm-hmm. he get. I mean, I'm not, I don't know, I can't see inside his head. Mm-hmm. But it just, it seems to... He gets really angry. He gets really and, angry. It just, yeah. it seems like someone just came back from war. Because he did. Right. Well, no, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, but that's PDSD. Yeah. You know, like, traumatic experience. It also sounds like you're saying PDSD, and it's, oh. like, really... 
I'm throwing me PTSD. off. PTSD, sorry. Anyway. Let me be clearer. So I've just really liked the fact that they portrayed him very realistically. Mm -hmm. So it's this very depressed person who has put on weight, Mm -hmm. who isn't taking care of himself. Who's an alcoholic. Right. Who is like shirking all of his duties Mm -hmm. and just kind of trying to hide from the world. Mm -hmm. And then, but he's also like trying to put on this brave face. Like he's like cracking jokes and acting like there's nothing wrong. Until moments. Right. Bring him back to reality. Yeah. And so the only thing I didn't like is that they, like, they were clearly trying to make him look like the dude from The Big Lebowski, but they, like, went at it really hard. Like, he was wearing sweatpants and a button-down sweater, and he had long hair. Well, no, they dressed him just like the Right. It was, like... It was a little too Well, much. and then even Tony made comments about right. it, calling him the dude, you know, Lebowski and things like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I know there was comic relief with him, and I know a lot of people online got all mad about it and saying they were fat shaming and stuff like that. And yeah, maybe there were a few too many jokes mm-hmm. about his weight, but a lot of things that I saw too. It was are, a realistic portrayal. Well, that's what people were saying. Right. They were like, no. When I went through X, Y, and Z, that's exactly how I acted, how I looked, and, like, those type of things that he was doing, Mm -hmm. his reactions to things, his putting on weight, his alcoholism, his, uh, you know, all that stuff was what people deal with when they have traumatic experiences. Right. And he's, you know, losing his family. Mm -hmm. and. Losing half his people and then not well, being able also, to stop Thanos. Right. And then because I, he was the one looking yeah. Thanos in the eyes when, when Thanos did the snap mm-hmm. and Thanos saying, you should have gone for the head. And then when he actually killed Which, him. Which, like, why the hell didn't you? And went but, for the head. No blame. You know, when they killed yeah. current Thanos. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just, he did it and he did that out of anger. Yeah. Because there was no way out of it. Right. You know, and it just, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought, I thought they portrayed him actually really well. Yeah. Speaking of him killing Thanos, and then, isn't that where it, like, fades to black and it says five years, years later? later yeah. And, like, being in the theater when the years went up and oh, yeah. everybody gasped? Yeah. Because, obviously, see, it's weird. Like, I feel like you either expected, like, an immediate resolution mm-hmm. Or you expected, like, maybe a couple weeks, a couple months, and then they'll figure it out. I don't think anybody really expected, like, a five-year jump. 2023. Yeah. From 2018, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so 2023 is now the Marvel Universe. Mm -hmm. So Spider-Man Far From Home takes place in 2023. Right. Like, it's just, that's where everything Mm -hmm. is now. Um, I read this thing online, and I want to know your um, opinion of this. So, do you think that unborn babies would be included in the snap or would they be included? It would, would the unborn baby and the mother be included as one? Well, if a mother disappears, well, I'm the baby will automatically disappear. Right. But will the baby disappear from the mother? Because if five years later, like all of a sudden the woman's pregnant again. Oh, I don't know. Isn't that stupid? That is stupid. <laughs> but but it's a good question. It's one of those things I don't think we should bog ourselves yeah. down with. But yeah. Yeah. That's a loophole. Right. Yeah. Well, it's also one of those things that you have to think about like. Oh my God. They were ta- I, I was seeing people talking about this. So the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer came out. Mm-hmm. 
so everybody Peter was friends with in high everybody school from, disappeared. Well, not <laughs> just that, but May doesn't look five years older. No. Like, so everyone from Homecoming, yeah, just happened to disappear. Yeah. Like it's just and then get snapped back, which makes sense. But it's just funny that everyone yeah. who so they were all part like. Zendaya couldn't have. I mean, that would make a very interesting Spider-Man movie if it if Peter came back and then like Ned was five years Mm -hmm. older and he was in college. Right, right, but they're not. Right, and so it's just kind of funny. So okay, so speaking of the five year difference, Mm -hmm. like whatever, the Pretty Little Liars, like last couple seasons, jump ahead. Okay. I'll say I more should, the shouldn't reference that since the like last nobody... season of Parks and Rec when they jump three years. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we'll go with that. A better show. So, much better show. Yeah. So anyway, so okay, so Ant Man. Both with um, Chris Pratt. Continue. Now, oh, I was like, liars. he was not in Pretty Little no. Liars. And Game Man. Yeah. Okay. Parks and Rec. <laughs> anyway, um, so, so you okay so. Ant-Man is in the quantum realm for mm-hmm. five years. When he comes out... Five hours. He, th- he For him, it's been five hours. Right. Riddle me this. Okay. Janet Van Dyne was in the quantum realm for how long? And she aged like a motherfucker. Was she 30 years? So that would have been a 30, little over a day. 30, 30 hours, yeah. Yeah, I don't... That's a good question. Has anybody asked that question? Because I'm real confused. I don't think so. But yeah, no, she... That that makes sense, though, right? Yeah. I mean, we could argue she was deeper in than he was. I thought that they went to the same place. They were both in the quantum realm. Right. No, I mean, like, deeper in? I I don't know. She also was able to change her clothes. I guess. No, I'm just saying she she had a completely different outfit. Yeah. And he stayed exactly the same outfit wise too. Right, but like she made herself a scarf. I think and that she that's had, a continuity. Oh no, and she had a. Oh, I agree. She had to make a weapon to fight monsters and things like that. In a and she had to take a shower because she was right. pretty clean. But like those are the type of like well, what I'm thinking is her clothes had to change. She had to make new clothes. Right. Because she had her wasp. Her out. hair turned white. Right. It's, I don't know. And I, she I aged. I don't. So I'm going to say deeper in. I don't know. Cause they I had, don't think so. Because they had to go deeper in the quantum realm with the... Well, no, because to go as deep as they went to get her, they had to have that... Yeah, but that, that I thought the quantum realm was just where she was. I just thought she was even smaller and deeper into it. I don't know. I, I'm just making guesses because <laughs> in Ant-Man and the Wasp, to get her, they couldn't just shrink. Right, I know. They had to. Well, I'm just they saying, had to keep shrinking into the quantum realm with a vehicle. Yeah, like, but Ant Man was just able just to go to a certain right because they figured spot it out. Okay. Well, I just <laughs> no, I just thought she was even deeper in. I don't know. I thought yeah. she was smaller. I right mean, it was, I, don't, I don't have an answer. I don't was, know. I don't I know. have an opinion. I didn't think about. It. I honestly. Oh I my god, we should have taken a physics course. I was like, I haven't even thought about it. Yeah. Until I've, you just brought it up. I've no been clue. thinking about yeah, it. No so so that's my big mm-hmm. issue. But I did like the whole Ant-Man thing. The The other thing about him, though, is he drove across country. Yeah. In the same outfit. He wasn't in the same outfit. Mm-hmm. Oh, just like 
the same kind of outfit? Yeah, it was a t-shirt, but it was actually a different color t-shirt. Okay. Underneath. It was a darker one. Okay. And it was, then was buttoned. Got it. No, it was different because a friend of ours brought something like that up to me. Yeah. And so when I watched it again, I was like, no. It, and- it was different. Um, the funniest thing that I... I was I was listening to a podcast that was talking about the movie, and they talked about um, how it's how mad people on the internet are, or would be because it, if it wasn't for that rat, mm-hmm. none of this would ever have happened. Like right. none of this would have been fixed. Mm-hmm. That rat is the savior of the Marvel universe because mm-hmm. if the rat didn't get Scott out, yeah, none of this would ever happen. Right. And then I heard. One of the hosts of the podcast said, imagine how mad the internet would be if the rat was female. <laughs> it really made me laugh. It really made me laugh. Just because, yeah, yeah. A woman. A woman doing rat. something like that. It just would have made me um, angry. It just made me laugh. So okay, so the thing about Scott when he drove cross country mm-hmm. and he was at the Avengers facility, mm-hmm. he did eat that sandwich. And say that he hadn't eaten in a while. Right. He probably didn't eat in a while. while I mean, he... he made it sound like he was in the quantum realm for five hours and he was hungry. Well, that no. was another thing. Because it wasn't the same day. Right. He was just hungry. I don't know. Well, I, just, I, I think that's nitpicking because okay. I just think. Oh, okay. No, he. And you know what? I don't really Ca- remember. He it. saw Cassie. Yeah. He probably hung out with her for a little bit. Maybe. She explained what happened. He said, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So he then... Oh turn your I thought I, off. I thought I did. I'm sorry. Psycho. I thought I did. Why do you have it on in the first I place? I thought I did. I, notifications. News. Oh, nobody cares. Anyway. I, um... God damn it. <laughs> um, like, he probably hung out with Cassie for a little bit. Then he probably ate a meal with her. And then drove cross country to help people. And so he probably didn't have anything to eat in a, like a few hours because he really needed to get to them. Mm-hmm. Like, cause, so somebody was saying, and it wasn't Lamel, but somebody else was saying who I was talking to about this because they had the same question. And they were like, well, you know, how did he get there in one day? And I was like, he didn't fucking get there. In one day, like, he took his time to probably drive there because it takes time. They're like, but Captain America just came back from his support group. I was like, he probably has a support group more than once a week. <laughs> you know? It just, in my mind, I yeah. was, I don't know. I, I mean, was you like, can't that's ask nip-picking. these questions. Right. Like, there's, I mean, for all we know, that van could be real souped up. And it got, or he got little <laughs> with the van. And then got fa- like made the van little, and maybe it goes faster. I don't know, it but doesn't. we don't. But we don't know. You don't know. I don't know. You I, can't know. That's not a thing. I said I don't know. It's just a guess. Well, in like Ant Man and the Wasp, they're shrinking the vehicles, yeah. and they're not like speeding away. Well, yeah, but you don't know what small vehicles go. I don't know. It just. I'm just saying. <laughs> this is an argue. This is a stupid point for people to be mad about and argue. I'm just saying that's yeah. the point. We don't know. That's true. We don't know anything. So speaking of be- people being mad and, and ladies and stuff, I heard that um, somebody, like, recut Endgame mm-hmm. without all the, the females. Why? I don't know. Why? God forbid so women stupid. do something. I kind of want to watch it, though. The whole See how movie? boring it is? They have the whole movie without Yeah, they it. just, like, cut everything. Well, there's so many parts. It's probably, like, 
a 45 minute movie. Right. <sighs> it doesn't make sense. It yeah. sounds like that's something that would be on like some type of like just, porn hub or something. It's just a bunch of like, incels just, like, that are like understand. angry about yeah. women. I, th- I th- yelling at their mom well, to make so them meatloaf. So many people were mad about at the end um, during the big fight when all the women, when Captain Marvel got the the gauntlet, and all the women said, you know, he's like, you know, who's going? Cap- Peter Parker's like, who's going to help you? Yeah. And she's and they're like, we got her back. Or yeah. Like, and it was all the women that were like around I, her and stuff. You know what? I don't fucking care. Yes, maybe that was pandering. I enjoyed it. So I my problem, like I didn't mind when it I happened it. in Infinity War. It just didn't seem as it just seemed a lot a little bit more forced in Endgame. But the thing is, is like how many times in in like any movie mm-hmm. do you see just a bunch of dudes I, coming to right. each other's rescue and randomly? Like, right, yeah. and it's that's fucking pandering oh, as shit. I, I loved it, and like I don't care, and right. I saw it three times. And anybody and I, who like who wants to come yes. at me about that, oh, yeah. I just want to be like, you oh. know what? You got a penis, yeah. and you spent your entire life watching Seeing action people movies. With penises coming at you, right? <laughs> just penises everywhere. Oh, it's my dream, right? And like. I I want to see women like fucking kick somebody's ass. So I went into a scene at the second time, listening to that critique, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, let me see how I feel. Loved it. Still mm-hmm. loved it. Third time, loved it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a great scene. And you don't even like ladies. I I enjoyed it. I liked all. The, I liked all the powerful women being like, we can do this and let's right. do it together. Yes, it wasn't. As organic acting yeah. as it was Infinity War. Right. But I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I loved it. I thought it was good. So you know what? If you want to pander, pander. Yeah. Because I, I was happy with it. Mm-hmm. It just, it gave me a good feeling when I watched it. So yeah. I, I was good. Um. So speaking of ladies, we I think we should go back to um, Nebula and talk about like her... Well, okay, so let's talk about everybody going back in time. Okay. The so time the first, heist? Yeah. Oh, fucking love. For, okay, before you do. Well, I just well, wanted to say okay. that the first thing. I was like, before you talk, well, let after, the man talk. <laughs> after we, after Infinity War, you know, I everybody, you know, once we actually, you know, got over the initial shock of, mm-hmm. of it, and you started talking about and thinking about what Endgame was going to be mm-hmm. like. I just immediately assumed that it was going to have to do with the time stone. Uh, yeah, so. I did too. Almost everybody did. Mm-hmm. What I loved, or was man going up Thanos's ass. That the amount of times I heard that fucking theory was ridiculous. Like I, I hate people. Like <laughs> just the fact, like it's just the fact that that crossed people's <laughs> minds. That you know what could happen. Because everyone kind of knew, especially at the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp, yeah. that Ant-Man was going to have a big part in it. Yeah. Because um, everyone disappeared, but he didn't, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. It just, it was just, the amount of people and things I read about <laughs> Ant-Man going up Thanos' ass and then getting big and blowing it up <laughs> blew my mind. Literally blew my mind. I was like. Oh, I love the internet. This is fucking crazy. But, um, so what I have to say about Time Heist is which is a movie I would watch. Right, seriously. Um what I loved about it was it brought everybody back 
but it didn't erase the past five years. Right. And I liked that. Like, it would have been easy for it to just say, no, we go back in time and stop him from snapping. Right. Um, It's very Back to the Future and all that stuff, and that's what you do, and then you erase the whole future Mm -hmm. of what happened and make it a better future. Right. I love, by giving Tony a family and a daughter and all that stuff, that you're just saying, well, he's not going to let that happen. So we had a... And so I love the fact that everyone who... Everyone who was already still here, Mm -hmm. when everyone comes back, still has to deal with the pain. Right. Of what happened. Because that's not how time works. Right. According to this movie. You know what? It's not a Back to the Future right. situation. Back to the Future lied to you. Mm-hmm. Because if you go back in time and you change something, right. that yeah. becomes your future or your present. Like, it's not the past. Right. You don't rewrite everything. You're, if you go back in pa- the past, your that past is your future. Right. And I, and I just, you know what? Everybody who... The internet has feelings and thoughts about that too. Yeah. You know what? Fuck it. You know I what? That's for... a fucking that's an actual great... literal scientific right. argument. But just <laughs> Marvel everybody every movie they make time fit. Right. Whatever they needed to fit for that story, mm-hmm. Marvel did a great explanation. I still don't 100% understand that. the um Captain America thing? Well, no, a lot of people don't. Old Captain America, that was him just showing up when he's that old there, right? The, the, I've heard different things. It I heard I heard some people talk about um, that in Civil War, when um, Peggy dies, um, but is taught, or when does he see her in the hospital? Is it Civil War before she it's dies? During Civil War. So before she dies in Civil War, and he sees her mm-hmm. in the hospital, and she talks about you know, how she was married, she has a wedding ring, and all that stuff. A bunch of people say, "Well, that was Captain America." Okay. And that's why she won't tell Steve his name. Oh. Because it's him. Okay. But it's his future him that he doesn't know about yet and all that stuff. Well, those are just the things that I heard because people are like, well, then... Trying to make it fit. Right, trying to make it fit. You know what? Because how else would old Captain America be in our timeline? Yeah. If him being married to Peggy was in a different timeline because every time you go back in time and fix something, it changes the timelines. What? Just so long. Well, no, so... No, I know what you're you know saying, what saying, but, but it's you just, just keep saying the word time, and I just keep getting more confused. But, like, no, so so I don't... I didn't understand how Captain America, from our timeline, is old Captain America. Well, so here's the thing. He went back. Right. He... So, he's... Young Captain America is is back in 1945 or whatever, Right. right? So what happened was he lived his life, he became old, and he, as an old man in the present, went to that spot. Right. I just don't understand because if it's a different timeline, how did he get into our timeline? Oh, if you're doing... I got it. Because they talk about different timelines. Right. So yes, from when he goes to 45... Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. ...and stays there, that branches off per Tilda Swindon. Yeah. Um, the grand grandmaster? No. The master? No. Time master? No. The um shit, hold on, stop. Sorcerer su- yes. Sorcerer Supreme. Supreme. Yeah. Right. But that's it? Yeah. She's I, I, I want to call master for some reason. I know you do. Uh, I always want to call master. <laughs> um, but so 
based per on what she said, yeah. you go to a different timeline. So I just didn't understand how old Captain America was now in our timeline. Because I thought he would have stayed in his own Well, timeline. because she was saying if you if you remove the stone, mm-hmm. then it branches off. Right. But if you bring the stone back to the exact same time and place, right. then it remains intact. So how's that old time... So how's the timeline when him... But then that's where people were saying that person she was married to was him in our timeline. Right. But, okay, so what if Captain America went back to when he died? Right. But he didn't, like... Right. It it went down, but then he, like, shows up like, yo, it's all good. Right. I I don't know. But you know what? I'm not gonna... I don't fucking care. Mm -hmm. Like... Like these are questions that are okay to ask. Yeah. But in the big scheme of things, matter. it's not gonna stop how much I enjoyed the movie. It's not gonna stop. Like yeah. people getting hung up on that stuff mm-hmm. annoys me. Yeah. Um, I think what they did with Hulk was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I love Smart Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um so freaking hot Hulk. He was a good dresser. Right? He can wear a fucking cardigan. Yeah. Even a tracksuit. I know. I was like, you look good in that tracksuit. Yeah. Normally I don't like people in tracksuits. I want to see him in a Henley. Oh my God, I bet he would. Like a V. Oh my v. God. Oh, oh, he would look good in VB. <laughs> I loved him when they went back to the first Avenger movie. Yeah. And they're, and Captain America told him, Hulk, I guess you got to smash some stuff. Yeah. And he just like was annoyed with having to pretend to be angry, smashy Ugh. Hulk. I know, and he's just like, "This is demeaning." And just, <laughs> it, just, it was, it was so good. Um, the moment Tony had with his dad, yes. in nineteen seventy, that was nice. Was really great. It was just, it was nice because before Tony dies, he basically reconciles with his dad. Yeah, and it wasn't even a deep emotional. I love you, Dad. You're the best. It's just like he always thought his dad was an ass. Yeah, he had a better. Understanding, understanding of yeah. his dad then. His dad was still an ass. Yeah. Growing up, but he had a better understanding, especially now that this is the Tony who had a kid. Yeah. And who was a father. Right. And so I think that's a nice little... Yeah. And that was a nice piece that they had there. To have them go back to the... To, so, to have Loki. Yeah. Now they explain how the Loki show is going to happen. That was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, them going back to all these different timelines was really great. So, it made you... Actually, mm-hmm. um, made me want to rewatch uh, Thor: Dark World. Yeah, because they mentioned it, and so so I, I, I'm going to mention a couple of times um, a podcast that I listened to it was Fat Man on Batman with Kevin Smith, and they interviewed um, him and Mark Bernardin, um, his co-host. They interviewed the writers of Infinity War and Endgame, mm-hmm. um, and so they just they said a lot of facts. So one fun thing about it was these two writers, um, Marcus, I want to say his one of those last name is Marcus. Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. Yes, so Marcus and McFeely, they, they were asked to help punch up Dark, uh, Dark World. Uh-huh. When it was, because people, when they were writing, were having yeah. trouble with it. So, it was funny. So, they had a big hand in it. Mm-hmm. So, to have them bring a lot of stuff back to Dark World. Because we spent a lot of time yeah. in Dark World. Uh-huh. Well, you know, and so it's just, it, they were making jokes about how they just want, they were so mad that people didn't like Dark World. <laughs> that they just wanted to bring it all back yeah. to that. So, I just thought that was great. The, the moment Thor had with his mom mm-hmm. was phenomenal. 
Um, I just thought that's another thing. That was a so he gets Molnir from from that, that timeline, yes, but he never returns it. Yes. So the Thor of that world. Oh, and then Captain America gets to use it. That was awesome. Well, that was. I mean, and again, that's another thing. So a lot of things go back to Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony's vision mm-hmm. of everyone being dead. Captain America moving Molnir, Molnir, Molnir a little bit. But you know, and Thor yeah. getting a little nervous. Yeah. About it. What else? There's something else that happened in Age of Ultron. Oh, Hawkeye's family. Yeah. So, like, just a lot of things went back to Age of Ultron. Right. Which I thought was really good. Um, but that brings another timeline thing. You're 100% right. So, does the Thor of that time... Does he just not have his hammer? Not have his hammer anymore. And then um, I saw a budget say, so at the end, Captain America... So, the Sorcerer Supreme tells Hulk that you have to bring back mm-hmm. every stone exactly where you got it. So the few, and I told you this, but the few things I saw, um, I listened to about a few things online, and one of the things that made me laugh was um, how, and I think this was on Twitter, how Captain America, they wanted to see Captain America return. um, The Time Stone? Is that the Red Stone? Oh, no, the ether? The ether to... back to Jane Foster. <laughs> and that was in a podcast, and that was in a lot of things, but I just found that very funny, so I, I'm I'm not taking credit for it. I started on Twitter. I also heard it on multiple podcasts and things like that, but I just mm-hmm. found that funny yeah. to see Captain America have to return that into Jane Foster, since that's where they got it from. By Right? I was like, oh, I bet <laughs> she would have liked that. Um <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, I think it was cool to bring back these people um, for, like, you know, because you saw Loki a couple of times. You saw well, Freya. You that, saw... Um, that Jane Foster was... Natalie yeah. Portman was actually in it. Mm-hmm. You know? And I felt very guilty. Because of all, this time, <laughs> because all, of all the, the shit. All the shit we've said about yeah. her. But I just... I yeah. like that she was even in it for mm-hmm. a little bit. And then Howard Stark. Right. And, of course, Peggy Carter. Well, I... And you throw Peggy Carter. <laughs> give me Peggy Carter in every Marvel movie. Yeah. For even just a little bit. I love her. Mm-hmm. The fact that it ended with her and Captain America dancing. Just well, and then everybody sad. at the end at Tony Stark's funeral. Mm-hmm. Um, and just so many throwbacks. Like, Happy asking um, Tony <gasps> Stark. <laughs> oh, don't. <laughs> okay. You be quiet. So, um, Don't be a hal. Happy asking Tony's daughter if she's hungry. Like, does she want something to eat? And she said a cheeseburger. Oh, my God. Your dad loved cheeseburgers, too. Like, that's a throwback to the first Iron Man. The fact that the kid... From the, Iron the Man The one 3. person that we... No one knew who he was. Yeah. And we, almost everyone had a look online. Mm-hmm. And it was a kid from Iron Man 3. And right. I just thought that was a great... Yeah. Just a quick little throwback. Um, just the fact that I feel like... Yes, Cap- it ended Captain America's story and a lot of people's stories. The past 11 years was Tony Stark's story. Mm-hmm. And so it ended Tony's story. Right. You know, just just have him. And then to have the line, I am Iron Man, mm-hmm. um, after Thanos says, I am an evil. And yeah. He goes, I am Iron Man. And it just, mm-hmm. it was just, it was so good. So speaking of that moment yes. where he, like, takes all the, the stones mm-hmm. from the gauntlet... I'm sorry, but that happened in the animated um, Robin Hood when Little John sucks the 
throwed stones out of Prince John's did want, range. Do you want him to smile and have all the stones yeah. in his mouth? <laughs> I love that I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. What's oh that, like, God, Tony so kissed his, his, his ring? It's just, like, his empty gauntlet, no, and it's just, funny. like, his empty oh rings. God, that's so oh, great. it's so good. That was so good. But, I mean, it made sense because Tony's new costumes were the Nanos, mm-hmm. and so they were able to yeah. just come make a, make a gauntlet yeah. real fast. Um, I just, I thought that was great. Um, Spider-Man crying over Tony oh, was great. God. But I'm sorry, Pepper, mm-hmm. like, being super strong you know, for him. I don't fucking care what anyone has to say. I thought Gwyneth Paltrow was a her great Pepper. Pepper from the first Iron Man all the way to Endgame. Mm-hmm. Every time I saw her, I enjoyed her. I think people who don't like her as Pepper just don't like her. Yeah. I don't like her as a person. Yeah. She annoys me. I like her as an actress, though. Um, I can't think of a movie I don't enjoy her in. Yeah. Honestly. I I mean, I was even a huge view, fan of Shakespeare in Love. But, but even a view from the top. Oh, God. That's amazing. Right. She's amazing she's in that ama- movie. I mean, and in Shakespeare in Love, it's not a great movie. I don't think it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. She's good in it. Yeah. She's a good actress. Like, yeah. I liked her. I loved, I thought she was the perfect Pepper Potts. Yeah. She was really um, great. So they I, had such great chemistry. It was. I really was felt really the good. same way. So yeah. I was very happy and Yes, the having me strong for Peter, but also trying to move him aside. So she's like, can I say my goodbye? Right. Like, it was just, it was very, mm-hmm. it was good. Right. It was really good. And just also when Tony was like, you know, I solved time. I don't have to do this. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, could you rest? Yeah. You know, like saying you have to do this. Yeah. Like knowing that she could lose everything. She could lose her daughter. She could, yes. like not knowing what's going to happen. It's right. time. But saying you still have to do this, I thought was just so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I thought it was great. I thought his story, the ending it that way was perfect. Yeah. Um there were a lot of things that I um that I heard from podcasts and things like that. So it's gonna be a mix of some fun facts. Okay. And stuff like that, just because there were a few things I think are pretty cool that I want to share with everybody. Okay. So what is this? It's fun facts, bitches. Okay. So the first thing that I heard that I really enjoyed was Everybody who was at the funeral scene, nobody knew it was a funeral scene. Really? Yeah. What did they think it was? They thought it was a wedding. But they didn't tell them it was a they wedding. They were all dressed in black. They, they they thought maybe they were in the wedding. And they, they know uh. the the writers and the and the directors didn't tell anybody. They just told them to be there dressed yeah. in this. They didn't tell them why. And so a bunch of the people thought it was a wedding. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they didn't know Tony died. Oh, wow. When they that's, when they when they taped the funeral yeah. and taped it when they got their VHS out and they started yeah. cranking the tape, um, but when they when they filmed it, they didn't know. So I thought that was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. So all those reactions that they had were them finding out that Iron Man dies. Yeah. Wow. So those are all like real like because everyone yeah. <laughs> so the people were like, "Where's Tony? Yeah. Where where's um, what's his name? Downey Jr." Robert Downey Jr. Wow. I was like, RFK? (laughs) No. (laughs) No. (laughs) But they were like, where is he? And then they find out he dies and like, Mm -hmm. this is what you have to do. Was it like all of that was actually really at the spot being like, oh my God, this character dies. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was cool. Um, 
Well, they don't tell Tom Holland anything because he spoils things. Because he'll just tell everyone, so he doesn't know. So that was a fun fact. Um, the Iron Iron Man was even written. The what? The I am Iron Man at the oh. end when he snaps was it in the script? Okay, so when he says I, I am an inevitable, and he says I am Iron Man. Yep. So they did multiple takes of different lines. Yeah. And then that's the one that they were like, well, why don't you say this? Yeah. So that wasn't even written, wasn't even thought of until oh, wow. they're watching it. I thought that, that blew my mind because that's an amazing, and that wraps it all up so well to me. I feel like I want to cry right now and I haven't even right, but that's the wine. Right. <laughs> Always. But like to have him say that line, like I kind of yeah. felt like, oh no, that had to have been perfect. planned. Right. Like it was like, the most you write it that way? perfect line. Yeah. And then to have at the funeral the Tony Stark's heart. Mm-hmm. It just, yeah. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. It kind of sucked that they didn't have a funeral for Natasha, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, but to see everyone crying, mm-hmm. it just, it was good. Yeah. Just, it was. It was, it was honestly, it was great. It was a perfect movie. It, it was. was. Perfect. I mean, it's a culmination of 11 years of storytelling, and I think that there's always a level of disappointment because. I didn't have any disappointment. I think it's a level of disappointment of like, well, you're it's never going to see Iron Man. Again. Yes. You're no, never yes. going to see Captain America. You know what? I will. You're never going to see Black Widow. I will in the movies again. Yeah. And that's Black, true. And Black Widow has a, a standalone. Yeah. <laughs> so, and now there's a new Captain America. So. But you know what? But I'm glad. Yeah. I'm okay. Like, they wrapped. Tony Stark has been doing it for 22 movies. Like, he wasn't in all 22, but he was in quite a bit. Like,. Yeah, like, and there's just, like, there's so many cool things in this movie, like, that are not only throwbacks to 11 years of the movies, but are also, like, comic book right, things. Like, right. fucking Captain America saying Hail Hydra. Was so great. That was amazing. Was so great. And it also shows the growth of him. Well, and, and how like, he felt it, and he, well, he said He could have beat everybody up in that, in that elevator. Also, Old Captain America wouldn't even have said it as a joke to get right. out of something because he would have felt that it meant. Also, Captain America swore a lot in this movie. Yes. Like, the language Captain America's gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, the whole thing is his growth, too. Yeah. Tony's growth, his growth, Thor's growth. Mm-hmm. Um, Thor was more of a decline. Mm-hmm. But it just, it showed their changes right. in life of the main three. Yeah, and I guess this was kind of like, is this the end of Thor, too? Because he, like... I mean, I mean, he's still alive, but he kind of gave the reins of, like, Asgard running Asgard to, to Valkyrie, Valkyrie. Which I thought was great. Um, yeah, I mean, he was he left with the Guardians. Which, where did she get a Pegasus from? She did had she bring one. it with him? Yeah, with she her? brought it from her from Asgard, I'm guessing. Okay. Or maybe it just appears when she needs it. Yeah, right. It's um, armor. Again, I'm good with that. <laughs> right. Um, she was riding a fucking unicorn, <laughs> so I'm happy. She's not riding a unicorn. A, a Pegasus. Yeah. Idiot. You don't even know your mystical beast. Um, mystical. Mystical? Um, but I thought, no. Um, he could show up in the third Guardians. Because mm-hmm. we obviously know that the third Guardians is going to be looking for Gamora. Yeah. Um, I did, Which is going to be really interesting. I, I did re... I love that they didn't bring Gamora back. Yeah. Official, like, that Gamora back. Yeah. It's the one from 2014, which I right. thought was great. Um, I did read in an interview that Tim Gunn... Nope. James Gunn. <laughs> yes! Tim Gunn said they're just going to make, make it work. It work. Um, and then James Gunn interv- yeah. <laughs> intervened and yeah. said, no, so the con- Guardians 3 is going to be the conclusion of Rocket's story. 
Aww. So all of the a lot of these movies has been Rockets story, which yeah. yes, they Definitely. did such a great job with his character yeah. in all the movies that he's been in. Um, so did you watch the new trailer for um, Spider Man? Mm-hmm. Far from home, the most recent one. I don't know. So the most recent one, it's just this kind of shows the effects of the snap. Yeah. Um, Nick Fury tells Peter. That so, um, Jake Gyllenhaal is playing Mysterio. Yeah, um, Mysterio is from another dimension. Mm-hmm. So basically, Marvel with the snap brought back the multiverse. Okay. So Mar- Marvel just has a multiverse now. Okay. Which is just going to be multiple options for so many yeah. things. So just like DC's multiverse, in different the, Earths, different things like that. In so the, in the in TV the shows. shows, in the shows, right? So it's but it's just like so now they're now they're going a completely different way, mm-hmm. and they can almost do anything because now it's a multiverse, right? Now it's you know this person's coming from this different dimension and this different world and things like that. So. Yeah, so you could bring back like yeah. Chris Evans, Captain America, for something for like or a one-off, Robert Downey Jr. Or for something yeah. quick. I don't think they would. Yeah, but they like just everything now. So the the reason this actually means something. Is now this is how they could bring X Men into the Marvel universe? Okay. This is how they can bring the Fantastic Four into mm-hmm. the Marvel. Now that Marvel Disney right. owns yeah, the Fox everything. characters, literally everything. Right, but now they can say now an X Man will come from this dimension, yeah, into the Marvel dimension mm-hmm. and Earth One or what Earth Prime or however they want to call it, right? And that's how X Men will be there. So that's how they can now start doing nice. those type of things. That's how now that they own mutants, because mm-hmm. they couldn't call Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver mutants. This w- is what were they were they were enhanced individuals. enhanced individuals, yeah, yeah, who weren't born that way, right? So they were now they Tesseract. can bring mutants mm-hmm. into it. So now they just they it was business wise. Mm-hmm. It was smart because now they can say, well, this is why these people are in it. This is what now this is how they're Fantastic Four. The X Men aren't brand new, mm-hmm. but this is this is a Wolverine from a not Hugh Jackman, but it's a Wolverine from a different dimension. Right. So it's so those type of things. So it doesn't negate what has happened in the past. These are just completely different characters. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually kind of excited cool. about that. So yeah. So I thought that was a cool line mm-hmm. that they just brought in the trailer that just solves yeah all their other problems that they're gonna have. It's nice that they think about these things. Yeah. But what would we have to argue about then? Oh, I'm sure we'll have more to argue about. But so if we have to rate this movie. Um, so, so you're done with fun facts? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, that's fine. And there's no ending. Just want to make sure that there was no. There's tons of fun facts. <laughs> so if I was going to rate this movie, I would have to say that I would get this movie a 9.5. Yeah, I'll give it a 9. I, I enjoyed it. I'm mm-hmm. doing that point five. I mean, it's hard for me to like fully rank it or I mean rate it because mm-hmm. I haven't seen it again right um so i wonder if maybe we after i see it again Mm -hmm. maybe we should do like a mini episode where we just rate all the movies well i thought that's what we were gonna do okay yeah yeah so i thought our next episode was gonna be rating because these were just as movies mm -hmm. now we rate all the movies from our least favorite to our most okay well, I mean, I don't know if that, uh, that'll be the next full episode, right. but like we could do a mini episode like with gonna, all of our time because like we're so good. I feel like it's going to be a full episode yeah. because we're going to have different lists. We're going to argue. And we're going to fight. Well, okay. So we've already discussed. So when does um, uh, July. Spider-Man July. Uh, field trip? 
Far From Home. July? July. Okay, I thought it was June. Oh, now Far From Home makes more sense, too. Not just because it's in London, but they're also Far From Home people from other dimensions. Anyway. Well, <laughs> am I wrong? No. I'm right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we're going to do an episode rating all the movies, but we're also going to do an episode... Of the Phantom. We're finally going to fucking watch the Phantom, and I'm so, so fucking now excited. we're not just going to do Marvel movies. Right. We're going to break out to other superhero movies. Yeah. And so, the Phantom is a movie that Allison's been wanting to do. hmm So, we are going to watch it. hmm And then we're going to talk about it. Yeah. And I haven't seen the Phantom since the 90s. Oh, my God, dude. So, yeah. It's so Billy good. I, I have oh, to say. Oh, Chrissy Swanson. I had a thing for Billy Zane growing up. <laughs> I enjoyed me some Billy Zane. Yeah. yeah. I just, it's weird because, like, I'm not super into Billy Zane, but I don't know. I just fucking love this movie. I I had a crush on him because he was a cute guy. And a, he was such a dick in Titanic. But but, right. I mean, well, no, then I stopped liking him in Titanic. <laughs> but pre-Teen Parker. What was he in? Oh, The Phantom. Oh, that's just from yes, the Phantom. The Phantom is what got me oh, okay. all in. All right, I'm okay. I'm on board with no, him. No, the then. Phantom is what got me. I can't name another movie he's been in where preteen Parker would have been all into him. Mm-hmm. It was come on, a cute guy. You put him in a leotard, a purple. Leotard? I was all into it. So the Phantom's gonna be our next movie that we do. What he was in Back to the Future? Yeah, the the first one and Back to the Future Part Two. Oh, who was he in Back to the Future? He was in Tombstone? Jesus, have I seen any of these movies? Um, in Back to the Future, he was Match? What the fuck is that? I don't know. Who was he in Tombstone? Um, I fucking love Tombstone. Mr. Fabian. Well, maybe I do remember that. Yeah. You know, why don't you watch Tombstone again? I fucking love that movie. Oh, the fans I'm your Huckleberry. (laughs) Fuck Falcon. Oh, Oh, all right. So this is so I've been Parker. I've been Allison. This is super. That guy whining in the background is Splinter, and this has been insert super fun here. 